shame the ones who died without a name. Valentine's Day, everyone. You ready to get into this? I'm ready to get into this. We are live. JW Mega Wave Show. I am your host, the Candyman. And today, you're in for a special Valentine treat. Please welcome to the show, Elliot Racine. What's up? What's up? Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah, we are taking taking calls here Valentine's Day for your chance to win a box of candies. Ooh. And um, 
Yes, we have a candy buffet here Ooh, ready for you. It's a nice shiny red box of seeds. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, you some... better watch out for that scotch mallow. Those are addictive. Yeah, there's a whole box in there. It's good. It's gluten-free as long as you're uh, not vegan. Yeah. There's no vegans in San Francisco. They're out there somewhere. I know there's like one or two. I haven't <laughs> met them yet, but I've heard they're there. That is that is a lifestyle, right? Uh, yeah, sure. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I remember. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, so gosh, I've seen you around, gosh, for forever. I know, you know, as far as the open mic scene, I think the first time that I met you was at Neck of the Woods. That's- or maybe it was Utah. Either one of those are, you know, like quite likely. Yeah, no, it's really fun. I um, I remember the first song that you played. I like wanted. I was dancing. It was like my body. It was like I couldn't, I couldn't stand still. I had to move around. What was the one you sh- you shake your what? Oh, the shake your ass one. Yeah, that one is highly addictive. Cool. Oh, thanks. That's 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 a cool. That's a cool description to hear for something that I wrote. Addictive habit forming, um, like you, you uh, have a physical reaction if you can't have it. I yeah. like that. Yeah, I don't know. There's like there's something where the the material and the immaterial world collide when you're up there because you definitely yeah have your own style. So how did how did you come? How long have you been playing for? Um, you know, I, I really just kind of have no idea how to answer that. Um, (laughs) it kind of, and it kind of depends on what you mean by playing. Um, I mean, I very, the first instrument I ever took a lesson on was piano when I was eight. I as I mean, performing live, I started at some point when I was in high school. Um, as, as far as, you know, really, uh, putting myself out there and, and making a life of it, um, since kind of, I don't know, 2005 ish or something. It kind of depends on what you mean by playing i guess playing playing can mean different things for different people that's one of the things that's so cool about music you can make it all your own well i would definitely have to say that um i mean seeing you play in my opinion i you're you're a true artist like you kind of you're not bending to any bow or you know you have your own style and so i feel like that goes beyond music that goes beyond that's like creating just something organic and and real you know that's original almost inventing your own philosophy in my opinion so i mean with with bass and and what you're doing on the bass i've never seen anyone play that way which is awesome because it's a it's original but it's it's nothing like i've ever heard before so you know something that i was thinking about before i came in here was I was having this feeling like at some point during the show today, I wanted to kind of publicly express my gratitude to you for uh, for all you do for the music scene here in San Francisco. You have this show, you know, you put these concerts and events and things together, and you're really doing something good 
for the music here. And I really want to thank you for that. And what, what you just said really, really kind of, um, I feel like it kind of sums that up for me in a lot of ways. I mean, I feel what you just said made me, made me realize that or, or I, I knew all along, but it, it kind of put it into words for me that when you're watching me play, when you're hearing me play, you're, you're really listening and you're really paying attention to what's going on. And I really appreciate you for doing that. So thank you so much. Thanks. And yeah, thank you too. And thanks to everyone out there, you know, sitting back with a guitar or musical instrument in their hand, painting a, uh, a picture, taking a, a picture. Um, we're all a community here and, uh, there's so many folks that go into it. Um, and so I was talking about, it's like, I feel like, you know, rock and roll to me, in my opinion is, you know, um, inventing your own philosophy and being, in my opinion, sloppy, in my opinion, me being sloppy and honest. Um, that's what rock and roll means to me. And, you know, it was funny because I was talking to somebody else or I was talking to somebody that doesn't even play. And he was talking about, like, yeah, I'm just making up my own way of doing things. I was like, Oh, that's pretty rock and roll. And he's like, Oh, well, that's not, it was like, and I feel like it's all, I would consider it to be rock and roll. What you're playing. There's definitely a lot of cross influences and a lot of, I think that's what rock and roll is. I don't know, but, um, you know what, that something that I think of a lot is, um, once I saw this little piece of an interview with the guitarist from Soundgarden and he said, he said something that amounted to the most boring rock music is rock music made by musician, by rock musicians who only listen to rock music and i mean i think that's kind of true for any type of music out there and i even think maybe maybe at a certain point i mean i don't know i it's kind of like with language you know there's there's some people who who say that if you think about it a certain way there's only one language in the world that just kind of divided into a bunch of dialects and you know there's some people who believe that some people who don't and i think that maybe if you wanted to you could say the same thing about music yeah yeah i um there's so many different kind of things it was just like what with music i feel like with the art is through the sound waves and I like to hear new, I am back to the whole thing. Like you mentioned, you know, a rock musician covering another rock musician. It was freaking hilarious. I read some article like the other day, Billy Joe Armstrong from green day said that, uh, Bon Jovi was the shittiest band. <laughs> and I'm just like, it's so funny for someone. I don't know. I, uh, I don't know. Some Bay area rock and roll right there. Um, yeah. So I, I just think, there's definitely some truth to that. So, gosh, I know you have so much material, and we have this up here now. Was there a song that you wanted to play? Let's, um, yeah. So let's let's check out some songs from my album Curiosity. Uh, I released it in 2016, which 
uh, by some standards is a long time ago, but <laughs> you know, it's, it still feels relatively new. Um, and I'm working on another album right now, but, but curiosity, at least at the moment is still the album that I'm working to get out there into the world. So yeah, today let's check out a bunch of tracks from curiosity. Let's start off with the song forces and flow. So one of the important things to listen for, which you're not going to have to listen that hard to hear on <laughs> forces and flow is that this, this track was built around an eight piece conch shell section. So I, you know, I, I took eight conch shells of various sizes, which produce different pitches and wrote this tune for them along with a few other instruments. Um, and well, let, let's go ahead and check it out. And if we want to talk about it more than we will. Yeah. So here we are, Elliot Racine here at MediaRadio.fm. This is an album called Curiosity, and this is a song called Forces and Flow. Change that the world was experiencing every day I met. 
That's great. Thank you. I'd be curious to any of the listeners out there. Have you had heard anyone play bass like that? Can you imagine this? Yeah. So the song process behind that, I just, do you, does it all come together like instantly or do you lay down the uh, tracks first and then come up with the lyrics or is it a little combination of both? Well, I guess the question is, are you talking about my process in general or the process for that song specifically? Uh, maybe just for this. Okay. This one. Yeah. For this one specifically, because I guess just kind of backing up for a moment to talk about my process in general. Um, I would, I would say the way I would describe my music creation process in general is like any possible way that you can imagine that a piece of music might be created. That's what I do. It's like some songs might start from a title idea. Some might start from a lyric idea. Some might start from an instrumentation idea, a rhythm idea, a subject matter idea, a baseline. Like anything you can imagine is one of the ways that I start creating music. And that song in particular started with the instrumentation idea. Um, I, I knew for a long time that I wanted to make a track using conch shells. Uh, the idea of using an instrument that comes to you pretty much as is from nature is is an idea that I really like and I really wanted to do something with and uh, so I knew I wanted to make a song using conch shells as I thought about it more I thought of the other kinds of sounds that might go along with that and the kind of brought me to the banjo bass and the percussion and that sort of stuff. Yeah. That's great. I think I know that too. Like I feel like every song for me, at least and many listeners out there, it's a little bit different. How, how I write every song, how it comes about, I almost feel like it almost organically like writes itself. Mm -hmm. And then like when you get in the studio, there's all these other different elements that, that come into it. Um, so Elliot Racine and uh, the Candyman. We're sitting back here at a candy buffet. We're taking calls here at 805-869-8210. It's 805-869-8210. Uh, call in to uh, potentially win a um, box of candies and maybe a trip to L.A. with the Candyman. We'll see. That's in the works. Mm, sounds fun. Yeah, so oh, that's a lot of candy. Yeah, that's a lot of candy. I... I I wish I had a little more room in me to to devour some of it. It looks great. I'm unfortunately, or maybe fortunately, I'm really full right now. But man, it looks good. Yeah, that could be a sugar overdose, most definitely. It would be worth it. Yeah, yeah. So um, I know that I seen you recently at the it was a bizarre cafe. I saw you do that show. Um, yeah. Do you have any up anything coming up? We well, you know, I I don't have anything on the calendar at the moment. Um, I'm kind of uh, my website service thing just switched over. I gotta you know update my website before I get booking again. Oh, wow, oh we got a call. All right, let's see who it I is. I wonder who this is. J W Megawag Show. This is. 
JW the Candyman Racine. Who am I speaking with? Oh wow! Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. I want to say hello to y'all, and I saw 420 and a post, and I saw some chocolates. I didn't know what was going on, so I had to call. And oh I want to man, say hello. it's so oh, good wow. to hear from you. Wow, young son. <laughs> it's so good to hear Live. from you. Live. <laughs> wow. How y'all doing? We're just hanging out on the mutiny right now. Um, we just uh, played one of the. Uh, um, Elliot's songs off of uh, Curiosity, and we're sitting back at a candy buffet. <laughs> so, yeah, something. Oh, Curiosity is one of my favorite albums. Ooh. Uh, Ooh. I bump that every time I go on tour, and I love it. And yes. That's great. Gosh. I, you know, we need to have like a, a hologram of Jason Yunson in here right now. <laughs> well, I, I, I have my imagination. I'm imagining he's here. Does that, there's a hologram in my mind. <laughs> Yeah, well, I can't hear Elliot very well. Uh-oh. Oh wow! Oh wow! You know, you know what the thing is? I should probably crank this. This is the first time. Yeah. Well, <laughs> congratulations! You just won a box of candies. <laughs> it's very Yay! exciting. Yeah. Right on. I know you got a you got a Valentine too. Angus. Angus. Yeah. Which is Jason E's for uh, thank you. By the way, to the listeners that don't know, uh, I like to say Angus instead of thank you. That makes sense. That makes perfect it. sense. I that uh, makes me think of Black Angus, which is a <laughs> steakhouse. Exactly. Steakhouse, yeah. Is it a uh, vegan steakhouse? A wonderful place that I've I don't think I've ever been, but I've seen it. Yeah, I, buddy. I I haven't been there, but I've I think I've seen it. I've seen commercials for it. Nice. Hey Jason, thanks for it the call. Very American. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. I got this box of well, candies on reserve for you. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Well, I don't want to keep you all from listening to some more Elliot stuff and, and having good conversations. But, uh, yeah, I just want to make my call, and I appreciate it. And I will, I guess I'll talk to you soon then, huh? Yeah. Thanks for calling, homie. Love you, man. <laughs> Love you, too. And uh, y'all have a good. 420. All right. <laughs> all right. 420. <laughs> Peace. All right, Jake. See ya. Oh, cool! That was, that was so cool. I don't know if anyone could hear or how the, the how everyone was here. The listeners out there able to hear that, but wow, there's nothing more exciting than winning a box of candies, huh? No, not at all. There's yeah, of all the of all the things people win, it's like candy. You know, sign me up. Yeah, I feel like uh, the next person that calls in wins a uh, a trip. To uh, Dolores Park with Elliot Racine and and the Candyman. <laughs> it's freaking hilarious. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know. You want to play another track? Let's do it. Yeah. We were talking about the creative process, and I'm sure we'll talk more about it. But it just kind of made me think of um, the track "Root of Creation." It's a song that when I started writing it, I I kind of, at least when I started writing the lyrics, I started thinking about the creative process and some of what you were saying earlier kind of, kind of touches on a bit. Um, as I wrote it though, it, this kind of interesting thing happened where it kind of, how do I say it kind of took on, took on a life of its own and 
I, you know, I never want to say, oh, my song, this song is about this, this song is about that, but, um, it, it, you know, I, I think probably to someone listening who didn't write it, so basically anyone on earth other than me, they, they might be kind of going, huh, what's this song about? And to tell you the truth, at this point, I kind of feel that same way about it, because the lyrics just kind of took on a life of their own, and so I, I thought that was kind of cool. Um, but yeah, Root of Creation, we can check that one out when it's you're really ready. It's really fun. Yeah. This is Root of Creation off the band, or off the uh, album Curiosity with Elliot Racine. Enjoy. Meanyradio.fm.
Wow. The nice little fade out. The, the crickets? Were those crickets? So what that was, was um, there's an instrument called a... Um, uh, I'm, I'm blanking on the name at the moment. Uh, I have it in the liner notes of my CD. Um, and maybe in a sec, I'll pull them out so I can look at them. But um, uh, Vibratone. I think it's called a Vibratone. Um, if you have my CD or if you buy my CD, you can look in the liner notes and know for sure. Um, the Vibratone, so it's this kind of hollow metal tube with a slit running down it and and then a, a hole in the top of it. And what you do is you take a mallet and you hit the end of the tube and you put your thumb over the hole and lift your thumb and lower your thumb over the hole to open and close the hole. And it gives the tone that it creates this whoa, 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 whoa sound. And it only creates one pitch, but what I did there was I recorded a, a little you know, a little riff on the vibratone and kept kept it as is, but then duplicated it a bunch of times. And uh, for some of the duplicated tracks, I I slowed the the tempo down or not tempo slowed the um, how do you say it? I stretched the time on some of the duplicated tracks. I shrunk the time and with the plugin I used to stretch and shrink the time, I, I was able to also set it. So it affected the pitch as it stretched and shrank the time. And so the, you know, the original one was like, wah, 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 something like that. And so the ones lower might've been a, somewhere in the range of Whoa, whoa, and the ones higher might have been somewhere in the range of wah, 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 wah. and so there's a bunch of those and then I kind of all mix them together and that's how I created that kind of crickety sound and I I definitely like the uh the comparison you made to crickets because one of the things going through my head as I was doing it is I wanted to make something that kind of works the way sound does in nature. And uh, I guess kind of what I mean by that or what I meant by that at the time or however you want to think of it is a lot of times, I notice a lot of times when I'm in nature, if, I, if I'm kind of not really paying attention, I, I just kind of hear this cacophony just... You know, frogs, birds, insects, wind, waves, streams, whatever. Just It's just like this blast of noise. And it sounds random. But if I stop and listen, I can pick out different individual parts. And I realize it's not so random. It's like you might have a frog doing a regular call at a regular interval you know, over by a stream at the same time you have a bird doing its regular call at its regular interval up in a tree and then an insect somewhere doing the same thing. And when I listen to them individually, then I can pick these patterns out. And I think that, you know, if, if uh, at least to me, I imagine that that vibra vibratone layering kind of works the same way i'm 
I kind of imagine maybe if someone's just kind of not sitting there picking the parts out, it can kind of just sound like a big, but Pretty earthy, yeah. yeah, but if you sit there and focus on individual parts, you'll realize, oh, this one is going at like, da, da, da. this one's going at like, da, da, da. this one's going at like, da, da. and so I feel like you think yeah. the, the frog would be like the low end, like the base. Of the... I could see that. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it depends on the species of frog. Maybe. I, you know, bullfrog might be on the low end. Oh, I don't know. I was trying. That was my, I guess I can't do a frog impression. Somebody there. I get, well, yeah, there you go. I don't know. Yeah. I, <laughs> is, well, was that an actual frog? Was <laughs> Yeah. I so, could have sworn that was an actual frog. That was good. Well, Sunk, um, they have that, that song that we opened up the show with, Arcada. And it has a bunch of frogs in the background. That trips me out. I feel like if you're the listener, I feel like for me, at least I'd be curious that people out there listening is just like, I'd like to hear something that I don't know what it is. Like I need to figure out what it is. Ooh. It's like a mystery. That's a cool idea. That's a really cool idea. Well, I feel idea. like, I don't know, for this particular song that we just played, I felt like that was it for me. I was just like, what is that? Crickets? Is it wind chimes? Is it, it's, yeah, I couldn't, I don't know. It's almost better that way. Like you got to figure it out other than if it's too obvious, sometimes it, it might be, you know, that's so cool. It's, it's really great to hear that something I made, you know, brought you to do that, brought you to think that way. That's really great to hear. Yeah. I, uh, I know I, um, <laughs> I developed this way of playing the guitar <laughs> I don't know what it was. I, but I started um, playing it with my finger. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was doing it Latin style, mm-hmm. you know, whatever that means. And I don't know. I had this steady finger motion going on, and mm-hmm. that somehow became part of the style. But I, th- I feel like if you're playing something and people, they're trying to figure out what it is. It's a mystery. I. Even was it, did you hear, was it Frederick Chopin? Um, what did he say? Frederick Chopin is, um, he's a jazz, he's one of the folks that um, pioneered jazz back in the 1700s. And his quote was, music is odious without hidden meaning. Odious being repulsive. But it's funny because, I mean, in the 1700s, I'm like, holy crap. I mean, like. This guy was saying that in the 1700s. I feel like we're stuck in this musical time capsule. And, you know, maybe people at the time when, you know, Frederick Chopin was playing, they were like, what the, what is this guy playing? And it was, you know, I feel like, yeah, that's cool. I feel like that kind of is the 1700 style rock and roll. It's like, what is this? I've never heard this before. It's rock and roll. No, it's jazz. It's... I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I guess, you know, it's just kind of something that just kind of popped out to me is that, yeah, I guess I've always, I always kind of, you know, where the term classical music, you know, technically only applies to a, a certain period of music. But for lack of a better term, I am, I'm always used to thinking of Chopin as a classical pianist, but, um, you know, kind of, I mean, you're totally right. He acted. He is a jazz pioneer. I mean, he's, you know, usually when when I hear people talk about jazz pioneers, I hear names like Jelly Roll Morton and, 
you know, Duke Ellington and stuff. But now that now that you mention it, yeah, I think in a lot of ways Chopin is totally a jazz pioneer. Like he's a caveman pioneer. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, that's cool. That that's a that's a really really uh really good point. Really cool way to cool new way to think of Chopin for me. And I'm I want to thank you for that. I'm gonna walk around from this point forward with this kind of other you know other perspective on one of my favorite composers but um anyways back to me <laughs> yeah I feel like you know i feel yeah. like we all kind of inspire each other um and sometimes you are unconsciously at least you know riffing at least for me i feel like whether you're an artist or whatever is the energy that's around you like when you were in the studio and you were recording the song, if you were not in the mindset that you were in at that time for some reason, maybe the song would have ended up differently, you know, or or something like that. I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, when when it comes down to it, I it's like, you know, we can talk about my influences, and I definitely have musical influences of course I do and we can talk about them and it'd be fun and great but when it comes down to it my influences on how I make music go far beyond what any you know specifically music making people have done I mean when it comes down to it my my influence on how I make music is everything there ever was is now and ever will be yeah it's just like everything is added up to this precise moment right now here on mutinyradio.fm at this exact time and all these things that didn't happen before if it wouldn't have happened if you wouldn't have written this album if you um you know it's just all these different things it's just like yeah it's pretty fun you know what i think it's time for i think it's about time that we played the track that from the album that I never, I never envisioned that this track would have become for me what it has become. Um, so in the period of time before I started working on this album, I kind of realized that there were all these things in life that I was expected to care about. And I didn't, and, you know, things like, Things like, oh, you're a guy, you got to be into sports and, you know, th just stuff like that. And there are, there are all these moments where, you know, for example, it's like someone come up to me and, and be like, hey, hear how the Giants did? And I would, I would just want to say, I don't give a fuck. But I wouldn't because that would be kind of rude and. I don't know. I mean, I don't give a fuck, but it's like they do and I don't want to I don't want to say anything bad about something that they care about, but but it's kind of like the idea that I'm supposed to care about and that you can just assume that I care about this without asking me. Kind of I'm using sports as an example, but there's a lot of other things. Um That's a great talk. Kind of made me want to write this song where I kind of get my chance to say I don't give a fuck about a lot of these things that that I don't give a fuck about that I'm expected to but I don't so 
I think maybe it's a good time to play the track from Curiosity called Give a Fuck. Give a Fuck. That's great. I actually really want to continue this conversation after um, this song plays. All right, listeners, this is Give a Fuck (laughs) with Elliot Racine here, live Muni Radio. Enjoy. Those lyrics are catchy. 
glad you like them. Yeah. So I remember before we um we started the song, it's just like it's that thing, right? We somebody asks you something, they expect you to care. They expect you to care that the you know whatever sports team has won a game or or whatnot. And they just kind of and it makes you. It's kind of like this uncomfortable feeling, just kind of like I don't want to be rude and tell them I don't give a fuck, mm-hmm. but I really don't care about sports or you know or whatever. Like you were saying, I actually kind of. I just like gotten older. Sports have kind of died down a little bit. When I was younger, sports I was more into it. But um, do me a favor and keep talking for a sec. I gotta grab a cough drop. I'm a I'm my throat's a little <laughs> messed up today. Sorry, everybody. There's um, some candies yeah. too. <laughs> yeah. No. So I'm um. I think you know, that's great. I feel like that's this song and you know in general just art could be a, a form of of therapy. So you don't have to necessarily tell people to fuck off like right there on the spot, but you could go home and paint a picture of it and just kind of that way of kind of dealing with it. Um, I don't know. And everyone's different and you know, everyone, I feel like kind of everyone's a little bit naive and that you're a person and you lived your life and all you know is really you and you know, that kind of thing. So, Mm -hmm. um, not everyone likes baseball. Not everyone likes football. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> yep. But if you're, you know, if your family member is out there playing on the field or the court, I think you got to root for your your team, you know, or whatever. You got to root for them in general, regardless. I guess life is a is a game, an art game of some kind. Yeah, I guess. Of a, a lemonade art game. <laughs> Yeah, so I don't know. It's it's really interesting, you know how you know you're talking about how how the music and how the song evolves, mm-hmm. and I don't know. I mean, like you imagined it and it just happened. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that that was an example of a song that started off with the subject matter in mind. It's kind of like <clears throat> I got a subject. I put some words to the subject, then I put music to the words that I put to the subject. Um, <clears throat> yeah, and you know, I've that's kind of the I I learned a real lot from that song. Um, I've had I've had an interesting journey with that song. I it's been the song from this album definitely that people have responded to the most and I didn't plan for that I didn't set out to I wasn't thinking oh I'm gonna write something that is gonna make people do xyz I was really as I mentioned I was really just taking an opportunity that I found to say hey I actually don't give a fuck about these things but uh people it's like the song from the album that people noticed the most and I kind of, and I only discovered that after I started putting it out there, either through performances or, you know, putting the recording out into the world. And, um, yeah, just kind of analyzing that, you know, analyzing why is it that people respond to it? How do they respond to it? It's kind of, in some ways, it's influenced the way i've been writing since since this album yeah 
it's funny too, you know, being the artist and, um, is that maybe the songs you think that other people would like, maybe it isn't the song that you thought that everyone would like. Yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's really true. Yeah. I, uh... You know, that makes me want to play another tune now. Um, so this is one that... Oh, actually, let's... Yeah, yeah, let's play this one. Um, let's play Let's play an instrumental tune called Yumi and Mount Tamil Pius. This is... This is one that I, I've i had some responses to, not on the level of give a fuck. Um, I, I've never played this one live in any capacity. Um, I don't know. I just, this one I just think is really sweet. Let's listen to it. Sweet at the candy buffet here yeah. at radio.fm. That was a really fun song. Thank you. Uh, I know. So like we, we were talking about, there's something about if it's something that is just instrumental, it gives you and it gives the listener to kind of make whatever they want of it. I've, I feel like sometimes not in all cases, but sometimes lyrics could be pretty, you know, dominating. So to just have something that and also, you know, I mean, English obviously is the main spoken language here in, in America. But for those that you know, I feel like with art and with music, if it's just instrumental, or if you're just looking at a, a, a picture, that that's um, that's a universal language that people of all, you know, 
languages could <laughs> could you know <clears throat> comprehend that and mm. like you mentioned like maybe somebody that listens to it they hear something different you know but yeah. uh i think that is the most interesting thing because um what i've seen just my experience is just like in my opinion i don't know you know being a true artist doesn't feel any different than being a true person and just being who you are. So like you're an artist, I feel like you're a little bit more exposed to that, like where people are like have an opinion of, of what you're doing. But in reality, if you're just a human being walking on the street, everyone's going to have an opinion of what you're doing. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's such a dramatic, cool transition that we went from fuck off to, uh, to that. That was so cool. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, what? Yeah, you just you just said it perfectly. You just said it absolutely perfectly. Um, well, I guess. Well, with the exception of I, I think there's a difference between fuck off and I don't give a fuck. Um, oh yeah, you're right. But, yeah, I don't but, give a fuck. Yeah, you're but, right. Yeah, I but, yeah, but I I I know that you're we're on the same wavelength. Um, but yeah, you just said it perfectly. Yeah, but you know, being an artist is being a person and I'm, you know, people have different emotions. People, people are happy. People are sad. People are mad. People are scared. People are bold. People are this, people are that. And, and, you know, there's plenty of musicians out there who, uh, who only put out music from from one side of themselves and they have their reasons for doing it and that's fine but for me I that's not how I roll I I I I create songs from from my happiness I create songs from my sorrow I create songs from my fear I create songs from my pride I my songs come from every part of me and I have all these different parts because I'm a human being and then my my humanity is expressed through music. Um, I, <clears throat> I have a question for you that I'm curious yes. to know the answer to. When, and it has to do with some of what you said about instrumental tracks. Um, when we were listening to that song, did you have any like visuals in your head or did it make make you think of anything i'm just curious if if you don't want to share that's okay yeah but if you, if you, know, you do I, i'm i know i would here. love to and so like anyone that's that's listening now i i realized that um and for the music that i when i write and I'm, when i create a piece um it's always interesting to hear what someone else thinks so i'd be curious to hear what the other listeners think if you want to call in 805-869-8210, 805-869-8210. I uh, personally, what I thought was great. Well, I'm also, you know, we listened to the, um, I don't give a fuck. Right. Yeah. And well, the, the song's called give a fuck. Oh, but, give a fuck. Yeah. But I do say, I don't give a fuck a lot in the yeah. song. I say, I don't give a fuck a lot in the song called give a fuck. <laughs> it was a, a beautiful contrast because you go from that and then you go to an instrumental track that is just so open for for you to make whatever kind of you know um, whatever you want out of it so the, with the flute and the contrast with the the song before and going into that was just so therapeutic it was like an extreme 
it was one extreme to the other and the contrast of that was great i i felt like there was just there's a lot of um influences i see that with that stand-up bass um stand-up bass is my favorite instrument i could listen to stand-up bass i feel like i'm just in this thing i am um, i worked at an italian restaurant in uh, san luis obispo and they, they played live jazz there all the time and so it just brings me back and i just this instant comfortability that i have with the, the stand-up bass the flute gave me this kind of um disney kind of you know tinkerbell or you know peter pan kind of thing where it was this thing where we can go to we're netherlands or something you know what i mean like mm-hmm. this imaginary place where i i feel like the instrumental alone captured that like i was able to like be in the Netherlands, you know, or something or never ever land or whatever mm-hmm. they're calling it. Gosh, I remember. Yeah. Um, so I, I, and that's, and then that's what I think. Um, you know, I personally, as, as the artist, my, I'm being an artist myself. I try to let the, li- the listeners like kind of make whatever meaning they want out of it. Um, I think it's funny how, a song, especially because it organically happens. You're just an artist, right? You're mm-hmm. you're a person. You're an artist, and creating art is like breathing air. At least it, it is for me. So mm-hmm. I'm not really thinking about it. And like it, we mentioned before earlier, it's just I feel like I'm unconsciously riffing off of everything that's around me: the music, the people, uh, the neighborhood that I live in, the, the, the everything that is happening around us. And I, you mm-hmm. know, I'm, and I try not to, you know. Um, put anyone in categories of what they do uh, professionally um, or anything like that. But I, uh, I've had so many songs that just organically evolved and then it became some meaning to some, someone else. And they're like, Oh wow, JW, you're saying this. I'm like, uh, I'm not saying that, but that, that's fine. I mean, like people just take whatever they want out of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, for this track, did you, I mean, this is all instrumental. I, I mean, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, there's something about the simplicity of just instrumental. Uh, I feel like I'm almost like I'm super. E. I get like I need a I need to play and sing at the same time. I don't know why. I feel like mm-hmm. there was a time where I was um, a recording artist since the age of seven, where I couldn't. I could play guitar and I could sing. Mm-hmm. but doing both simultaneously was was difficult so i felt like because of that i was a little bit more organized when i was younger because i had to play the instrumental first before i sang over it mm-hmm. uh and now i oh gosh now here how many years later like 26 years later uh mm-hmm. i get bored i if i'm in the studio what the you know I'm like I get bored I'm like I can't just sit here and play I gotta sing or mm-hmm. or do that um, but yeah so I mean the uh, the songs and as the artist I think that is it's so fun like you'd mentioned it's just like it's your it's your happy place or your your way of your channel of being able to bring that energy and to turn it into something uh, yeah anyways yeah. I don't know that was a pretty long and answer i don't know no yeah, yeah i don't i uh <laughs> I don't know no, I, lot yeah that, that <laughs> it makes a lot of sense i i know i i followed everything i know exactly what you mean um i have a fun idea let's let's see if so that there's another uh instrumental track that we can play let's see if anybody 
who's listening wants to call in and tell us what kind of visuals they get, like what they imagine, if they imagine something in particular, what they imagine when we play this instrumental track. Um, yeah, one one of my favorite things, I, I love doing this. I love putting on instrumental tracks and just kind of imagining scenes along to them. And I love talking with other people about what kinds of things they imagine along with it too. So let's cue up the track called Step In. And once again, let's invite any listeners who want to call in and tell us what they imagine when they listen to Step In. Yep, it's 805-869-8210. We are taking calls. We are giving away some candies and you may win a trip to LA with the candy man. This is um, Elliot Racine, his uh, album Curiosity, and this is a song called Step In With Chord Changes. Oh, it's just called Step In. Oh, Step In. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, that's cool. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. So call in, let, uh, let us know what you think. Um, again, it's 805-869-8210, 805-869-8210.
We are taking calls, 805-869-8210. 805-869-8210. We want to hear your uh, feedback on kind of visually where you could picture yourself. Uh, realize it is a Friday and it is Valentine's Day, so maybe you're sitting back with a uh, your Valentine or maybe you're... Uh, <laughs> well, I, I think everybody might have a different... Uh, different different valentine i you know for some people maybe their valentine is one other person for some people maybe their valentine is more than one other people for some people maybe they're homers <laughs> yeah for some people maybe their valentine is themselves and either way uh i mean it's are it, you in a monogamous relationship huh <laughs> either way uh the um you know maybe sometimes it sounds a little cliche but if you know if you, if you can't love yourself you can't love anyone else so everybody out there make sure to love yourself okay moving on <laughs> yeah gosh yeah so we uh we are here on valentine's day uh we're taking calls 805-869-8210 we are giving away a box of candies and potentially a was it a, a trip to la um, LA is fun. I feel like all I really need is Southern California or Central Coast and and San Francisco Bay Area and Mexico, and that's those are the three things that I need. I don't, I don't know. I guess I am a traveler, more of a time traveler, maybe. Well, you know, traveling can mean a lot of different things. Traveling can mean um, moving around and exploring physically but i think traveling can also be an internal thing you know we can travel within ourselves and we can explore within ourselves and we can always find parts of ourselves that we didn't necessarily know were there before uh speaking of exploring inside of things um I just realized that kind of maybe sounded a little gross. I didn't mean it to. Oh, you know, um, yeah, you don't. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um, but let's. So while that track was playing, you asked about one of the instruments in that song. And uh, I pulled out that little thumb drive. Are we able to bring that thumb drive up on one of these computers? No. Nah, okay. Well, I got plan B. I have a CD here. And I'm going to post it on my instagram cool this this is really fun i'm i'm what i'm doing right now is i'm if i could figure out how to start getting the shrink wrap <laughs> off i'm and this is part of the fun of opening a cd is figuring out how to go about getting the shrink wrap off but yeah what i'm doing right now is i'm opening a brand new cd this is something that I used to do from time to time when I was, you know, high school, college age. People don't do it a whole lot these days, but this is so much fun. Opening a brand new CD. You struggle for a minute with the shrink wrap. You finally get that shrink wrap off. And this is what I do when I open a brand new CD. I, after I make it through the shrink wrap, barricade then i open that jewel case up i look at 
what it what the disc looks like and then I pull the booklet out and I see what's in the booklet there's always all kinds of cool things in CD booklets and you know a lot of the the, the same these same principles go for vinyl but on a physically larger scale so everything I'm saying applies to vinyl too but you know so much of what I know about music I've learned from looking at CD booklets, liner notes. You never know what you're going to find in liner notes. And this is something that if you're only listening to music digitally, you're completely missing out on this. Yeah, I really agree with that. Yeah, because there's definitely more to it than just, there's so many revolving, so many moving parts to this creation. You know, there's, yeah. So... You never know what you're going to find in, in liner notes. Sometimes you find lyrics. Sometimes you find, you know, cool little stories about the background behind the music. Um, and in a lot of the music I like to listen to, you know, a lot of the music I like to listen to comes from all these various different parts of the world where they use all these various different kinds of instruments. And a lot of the music I like to listen to, you open up the liner notes and you see photographs of instruments and they have descriptions next to them saying, you know, this kind of instrument, they play this way. This is used in this kind of music and these kinds of, you know, rituals or whatever the case may be. And I love that so much that I made my CD to work that same way. So, JW, take a look at these liner notes and let's talk about what we see a little bit. Morocco. I um I have a lot of Latin influences. Yeah, there's um I yeah, I the Morocco whew, yeah, I feel like yeah, this is this is really fun. You guys yeah, I could see that and you got all this um history and all the, the instruments that were used. This is this is really fun. This alto saxophone. The one um, you asked about was the Pungi. Let's that should be in there somewhere. We can there should be a picture of it somewhere. Pungi. Yeah. It would probably be near the saxophone somewhere. I kinda categorize them by Oh there it is right there. Wow, this is yeah, yeah this is definitely uh it's pretty cool. I'll have to share this on my Instagram story. This is pretty fun. Yeah, I feel like, you know, there's so many moving parts of the creation of it and what you're doing um, that you need to kind of look at this and to have the full experience, you know. I feel like, you know, I do, we have the YouTube channel, Elliot Racine, uh, on YouTube. We have his channel up here right now. I feel like that, you know, when you're listening to somebody, able to see the lyrics and everything that, that go behind it, um, it's all part of this cohesive vision that, you know, I was at a show the other day at a story plow mm-hmm. and this guy, he had this projection screen, super 90s style. You remember those, uh, projection things where you put a, a thing over the top of it and it would mm-hmm. project it on. So he had the lyrics. He had brought oh, one cool. of those in and had the lyrics. And I feel like that's what it is too. I mean, and that's what we were talking about. Some of these, like the one song, um, give, give a, give a fuck, give a fuck. Yeah. Yeah. 
So this that song, I mean, you could clearly hear what you're saying. You could mm-hmm. clearly hear it. You don't probably wouldn't need to have it being ca- a caption for it because it's so clear and it's so like in your face. But for some of these other songs, like for this guy in particular, like I might not have been able to understand what he was saying or get what he was saying if I didn't read it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I feel like maybe I'm not comparing apples to apples, but if you look at this artwork, first off, this artwork is awesome. Oh, thank you. Um, but if you you open this up, there's a whole different dimension to this. I feel like it's an even more, you know, I don't, I don't think that, you know, music, you know, through the sound waves is 2D at all. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But if you do, if you look at this, this, this adds a whole other dimension to it. You know, one of, so what I do. Cowbell, hell yeah. 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 And. You know, it's. I like that you're going through there, and in your kind, you've mentioned a couple of the the small instruments. Um, I think, or I've noticed, for you know, you mentioned the maracas and the cowbell, and for whatever reason, in America, small instruments like that that don't have a lot of parts, they're they're seen as being kind of like goofy joke instruments, but in other places instruments like maracas and cowbells they you know they can be serious integral parts of the music like if you know you know using maracas and cowbells as an example if if you listen to afro-cuban music at all you're going to hear those instruments used as you know indispensable parts of the ensemble and um you know that Saturday Night Live sketch about more cowbell. Yeah, that was really funny. But uh, I, I don't know. Like if, <laughs> you know, if if you want to go out salsa dancing and then take the cowbell out of the band, see how much fun you have. Um, but yeah, I, you know, I included the the cowbells and maracas and all that in those descriptions, and I put them right there with, you know, more kind of for lack of a better way to describe it crazier bigger more more parts involved instruments like tov shores and guitars and th- organs and things um because i i think all instruments they, they, I, there's no hierarchy as far as musical instruments go some are big some are small some have a lot of parts some have few but all instruments all instruments are created equal. Yeah, so I mean, there's a quite a long list here. I remember the first time I heard I seen a guru? Was it guru? Why can't I never say it right? Oh, weirdo. Weirdo. Yeah. Yeah, weirdo. Uh, I saw this Latin jazz band, and um, that's what really hooked me. I mean, well, the thing is, is what I'm seeing too. You know, John. When you genreize something, I mean, I hate it for anyone to be genreized. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like it really comes down to the percussion. Like if somebody was playing a full drum set in the background, then maybe it would sound different than if it had a little, you know, jazziness to it. But uh, yeah, um, gosh, so much fun. Yeah, you know, I think it's about time to check out another track. What do you think? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Um, we have... are we're starting to actually winding down to oh. the end of the show. Okay. So this will be the last song. Okay. Uh, thank you all for for listening in. Happy Valentine's Day. And um, 
I don't know what your situation is, material status, but I am single. Uh, yeah, so I'm probably going to be going to um, Barrel Proof after this to get myself a kombucha and kind of hang healthy. out. Yeah. Some good, healthy. Yeah, yeah, you know, like, yeah, just love yourself. I'm, I'm saying it to you personally. I'm saying it to myself. I'm saying it to everybody. Love yourself. Be healthy. Just show up for yourself. Be the best you can for yourself. Love whoever else you need to love. No, love everybody. Love yourself. Love everybody. Just love. Life is art. Yeah, so all the single folks, anyone out there, um, I am going to be going to Barrel Proof after this, and I'm going to be the loner with no Valentines at the bar having a non-alcoholic beverage. So um, if anyone would like to join, I'll be there. This has been really fun. This is an awesome album, Curiosity. Um, Elliot Racine, local artist here. Um, been in the scene for a long time. Uh, bring a lot of fun stuff to the art scene. So we're going to actually play one more song for you. Let's play Ass on the Outside Seat. So oh, that's this, a great way to, uh, yeah. this song is a public service announcement of sorts. So... Um, a number of years ago I was well so I you know a lot of time I carry around a, a a notepad and a pen and jot ideas down and sometimes I actually practice my songwriting you know I'll be on the bus or whatever and be like okay instead of fucking with my phone I'll practice my songwriting I'll write and sometimes it's easy to think of things to write about sometimes it's not and there's this one one day or evening or whatever it was a few years back I was on the bus with my notepad trying to think of what to write about and we come to a stop and this lady gets on and you know on the bus there's those two seats together thing and if someone sits on the outside seat it's rude because then it kind of blocks the inside seat and if someone needs to sit down they need to deal with this person that they don't know they don't know how they're going to react blah 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 and so this lady comes on and she does that and it occurred to me, oh, I can write about that. And so I wrote a song about about that. So here we go, Ass on the Outside Seat. This is fun. All right, you guys, thanks for all tuning in. Try.
right, you guys. Thank you all for tuning in. Happy Valentine's Day to you, your Valentine, which may be you as well. And um, maybe we'll see you at uh, Barrel Proof. And uh, you can catch uh, Elliot Racine on a YouTube channel, Elliot Racine YouTube channel, and his latest um, album, Curiosity. See you guys next week.
the representative from California has the floor. Say how to the president, gas man. Bombs away is your punishment. Pulverize the Eiffel Towers. Who criticize your government. Bang, bang goes the broken glass and kill all the jerks that don't agree. Trials by fire set in fire is not a way that's meant for me. Just cause. So there you go. That was Holiday by Green Day, done by the band of weirdos. <laughs> That's what we are. So we might have a phone call here in a moment. Very possibly the one who shall not be named might be calling. Oh. That would be nice. Who's going to be next for karaoke? I'm just thinking. Uh, that'd be Katie. Yeah. Katie, do you sing yeah. karaoke? No. No. Okay. Yes, she can. Which is lip syncing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yep. Except the callbacks; those are pure and genuine. Yes. <laughs> How about Katie? Sing some Katy Perry for me. Well, so, Russell, what were you thinking about? Uh, the one I did last night, Centerfold. Yeah, <laughs> I like that song. Yeah. All right, I'll and do I'll it. Do <laughs> So, yes, this is the Jake Giles band. Do you guys need you to talk for a minute while I, like, look away and do this? Okay. Yeah, so this well, is, like, my favorite album that they did. And one time I was just playing it over and over and over again. Michael comes out and he goes, Crater! <laughs> Shut that off. <laughs> Hell, he bought the album. <laughs> you know, Dad does that to me whenever I'm watching Law & Order. He bought the cable, so, like... You mean Law & Order SVU or... Yeah. I mean, it, no, man, that is so boring. It's the same story over and over. Dun, dun. I mean, that's the most and boring yet, one. We have to have the same story over and over and over. Maybe you that do. says something about society. Uh, I guess. Are you ready, Russell? Yes. So, Jake Isles Band. Yay. You didn't bring your tambourine, did you? No. Nope. No, I didn't. Does she walk? Does she talk? Does she come complete? My homeroom homo angel only pulled me from my seat. She was pure like snowflakes, no one could ever stain. 
The memory of my angel could never cause me pain. The years go by, I'm looking through a girl in magazine. And there's my homeroom angel on the pages in between. My blood runs cold. My memory has just been sold. Angel is a centipede. Angel is a centipede. My blood runs cold. My memory has just been sold. Angel is a centipede. Angel is a centipede. Slipped my notes under the desk while I was thinking about her dress. When I was shot, I turned away before she caught my eye. I was shaking in my shoes whenever she blasts those baby blues. Something of a hold on me when Angel passed close by. Those soft fuzzy sweaters, too magical to touch. To see her in that negligee is really just too much. My blood runs cold. My memory has just been sold. Angel is a centipede. Angel is a centipede. My blood runs cold. My memory had just been sold. Angel is a centipede. Angel is a centipede. Everybody. Na 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 Understand, this ain't no never, never land. I hope that when this issue's gone, I'll see you with your clothes on. To car, yes we will. We'll take your car and drive it. We'll take it to a motel room and take them off in private. A part of me has just. Yeah.
it's your boy Sifo here, here to let you know that the 5th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival is March 1st through 7th. 2020 with special podcasts and comedy shows 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. all week. Get your tickets now on Eventbrite. Just search Mutiny Radio and get ready for 76 comics from all over the U.S. coming for 66 programs in seven days all here at 2781 21st Street in the heart of the mission. Or if you can't be with us, listen live or podcast from anywhere in the world at www.mutinyradio.fm Join us March 1st to 7th for these amazing events. What kind of a future? Law Tigers, we fight for motorcyclists. We're not just motorcycle lawyers, we're part of the riding community. Law Tigers watches over riders. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, we'll help you get your motorcycle repaired or replaced and assist you with your damaged gear, too. We're by your side every step of the way. With the Law Tigers, you never ride alone. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, call 1-800-LAW-TIGERS or visit us on the web at lawtigers.com. The Law Tigers, California's motorcycle lawyer. Victor Davis, Harris Law Firm, LLP, 180 Prominent Circle, Suite 300, Sacramento, California, 95834. San Francisco Mutiny Radio San Francisco Mutiny Radio Listen to live streaming radio Or download a podcast And you can listen on the go Listen to live streaming radio Or download a podcast And you can San Francisco Mutiny Radio San Francisco Mutiny Radio Mutinyradio.fm Why not make a donation? Mutinyradio.fm Streaming live the station Mutinyradio.fm District of the Mission Mutinyradio.fm Mutinyradio.fm Listen to Or download a podcast and you can listen on the go. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. Look, why not go to mutinyradio.fm, hit the donate button, stream them live, download a podcast, have some fun! Gold Cadillac with the white material. I drove it up here. And I started to do some thinking. I'm on the freeway and I'm having a really, really good time. Black, black, black. Smoking big spliffs and cruising Saturday, that Cadillac. Two. On the freeway. Good. I am totally a total nurse. Laurie Stark. Jesus Christ is absolutely right. I am an adolescent. And I will cut Cadillac. Henry. Yeah. Charlie here. Yeah. I have a report here, Henry, from your. Nurse Major O'Houlihan. She makes some accusations, Henry. I, I find pretty hard to believe. Uh, the dude minds, man. Let's watch full length movie. 
I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on mutinyradio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... uh, Aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by Uh, Here's his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch What's happening? This is your boy, Rob Edwards. I'm here to tell you about the 5th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. It's March 1st through the 7th, 2020, with special podcasts and comedy shows 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. all week long. Get your tickets on Eventbrite. Just search Mutiny Radio and get ready for 76 comments from all over the U.S. Coming for 66 programs in seven days, all here at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission, or listen live or podcast from anywhere in the world at mutinyradio.fm. Join us March 1st through the 7th for these amazing events. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead peasants? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. It's Friday night. It's Valentine's Day. That's exciting or not, depending on whoever you are. Probably not the most fun day for comedians since they're lowly, soulless creatures. 